Soccer FM is written and produced by Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw and is in association with pieandbovro.com. Hello and welcome to Soccer FM, Scotland's funniest football podcast with me, Stephen Mill, and you, Ray Bradshaw. Hello. Coming up on this week's show, Ray is back from Australia slash Stranraer, a roundup <laughs> of the SBFL. Scotland are playing this week as well, we'll chat about that. And teams around the world returns. It is 7.30 on Monday the 19th of March, we're live on Facebook. Uh, thank you to everyone who listened to last week's episode, we, uh, retweeted it, shared it, all that stuff as well. And thanks for the comments on pieandborville.com. Feedback is always welcome. Remember, you can get in touch tonight on Facebook, if you're listening live, just leave a comment and we'll read out the best and the worst of the comments. Hey, you can tweet us at Scott Soccer FM as well if you're listening back on SoundCloud. Remember, subscribe there and also follow us on iTunes and rate us too. Ray Bradshaw, you're back. I'm back. You're back, yes. This I is actually you. the first time I've seen you since I know. I've just about been, two months. I've been in the pub just solely for about a week. I mean, there has been a lot of conspiracy theories around you saying that you were in Stranraer yeah, for first, two months. First comment we had uh, was from Mikey, Normality Returns. Second comment, how were Stranraeri. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest, uh, Blake, lots of Australians in Stranraer. Surprisingly, yeah. more, more than you would expect. Yeah, like, I mean, because they do speak funny in Stranraer yeah, as well. They do. So, yeah. they do already, man. And they have some what would probably be termed as uh, right wing views. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like Australia, yeah. basically. So, yeah, listen, the lossy chat uh, from Ray coming up in terms of his time uh, down under. And uh, I'll probably have a game for you as well because I do like uh, a new game. Oh, I forgot you. you told me you were going to do one of them. Whenever you return, it's always fun. I, you know, I've got a, um, you know, Shane, the New Zealand guy that yeah. we've spoken about. He works at Capital with Spelt us. with a C, which is not the right Spelt way. Spelt with a C-H, yeah. They can't spell anyway, so it's no surprise that he can't spell his own name correctly. Yeah. So I was going to get him, I was going to make a big sort of bit of production at the start, mind what we did for the Shane Ritchie one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I forgot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, that, so that didn't happen. So uh, you're just going to have to uh, just bear with me for a second uh, as I get the only other thing that I actually had, which was uh, this, if you just uh, hold on for a wee second. And here we go. She's a beautiful girl, all right. Really nice. <laughs> that is the late great Steve Irwin there. Yeah. So uh, you might hear that throughout the show. So there it is. <laughs> She's a beautiful girl, all right. Really nice. There we are. Okay. Also, why did you wink at me there? You know why. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, listen, uh, we'll get to Australia uh, a wee bit later on, but listen, let's start with the football and uh, let's start with the weekend and the SPFL. Lots and lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, let's start on Saturday. Uh, it was Kilmarnock with the result of the day, probably. Going to yeah. Ibrox and winning 1-0, but... I mean, given how well Kilmarnock have been playing recently, is it an actual shock that they no. went to Ibrox and won? No. It's, it, what's one of the things I was reading is, that's Rangers' seventh home loss in 16 games. Yeah. So, and Kelly are the form team just now. They're they're flying. Um, Chris Boyd is what? Was that, was that his 15th league goal of the season or something? Yeah, 20 all in uh, for the season. We, but I, I want to talk about Chris Boyd a wee bit later on, but just a couple of stats before we go any further. Yeah, do it. Uh, Kilmarnock have now lost fewer games than Rangers this season. Despite wow. the fact they only had one win out of the first 13 matches. <laughs> so that's incredible. Second stat, I can't remember. I think it might have been the guy, uh, Kilmarnock fan Craig on uh, Twitter. You'll probably seen it uh, retweeted loads of times. Uh, and he was saying that now Stevie Clark uh, in four matches against Celtic and Rangers has accumulated the same amount of points as what Jim Jeffries did as Kilmarnock manager in 55 I matches. I saw that. I saw that one. <laughs> Which is just a mental uh, stat. Is something else like Kelly would be three points behind Celtic if you just take the league tables from when Clark got appointed. Yeah. Uh, it's just insane what he's done. Um, but and they still can't beat Aberdeen. No, no. <laughs> Everyone else can take points off of Aberdeen, but not Kilmarnock. Not Kilmarnock at all. So, uh, a fantastic result uh, for Kelly. Chris Boyd, right? Going to put this out there. I, th- I think Scotland? it's. Scotland? Uh, well, a couple of things. Um, is, he a, is he a contender for Player of the Year? Um, there's no real. <laughs> is there any real outstanding candidates this year? Well, I don't think so. He's got. He's a top James goal. James Forrest, maybe. He's got no neck. <laughs> <laughs> and wears really tight shorts. Him and Scott Brown, I don't know what happens to their shorts, but they're just yeah. far tighter than anyone else's. Uh, Brown wears short shorts so you can see all the kick marks from Motherwell players, <laughs> so that's why he does it. So, as, as Chris Boyd, I think it's a stick-on for Player of the Year. He's not a stick-on. He's, he's, not top, a stick-on. he's, he's the top goal scorer in the league. I know, but he's, he's fat, isn't he? Yeah. 
He's not actually that fat. I don't no, even he, know why he's, that. he's not at all. He's got more of a neck than James Forrest. Because <laughs> he's got 14 chins. So, <clears throat> listen. So that's the own criteria this year. For let us know what you think. At Scott Soccer FM. And also, if you comment on Facebook, do you agree with me? Chris Boyd for Player of the Year. Yeah, Top and let us know who else could be Player of the Year candidates. Because yeah. there's no real... Nah, nice there's nobody much. sticking I mean, out for me. I really. presume after last week, about uh, 14 Celtic fans might vote Morelos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, he, you... he got dropped this week as well. He did, so that went well. Yeah. So, yeah, Jason Cummings started up front. Hey, th- this is, uh, I also want to make a point about Rangers, but I thought we'd start with the positive with Kilmarnock. In terms of Rangers, right, this is this is how, how mental a club they are. Uh, last Saturday, last Sunday morning, actually, right, all the chat, right, and I don't care what anyone says, in terms of revisionism, Rangers fans thought they were going to beat Celtic last week. They yeah. thought that was it. Right, which is fine, because Celtic haven't been playing particularly well, and Rangers have been on a really good run. It's okay to be confident. But they lose the match, they lose yesterday, and all I see is Graham Murray out. So when the, within, I've not seen that. Within the space of eight days, it's gone from... or Well, not in fact, six days. In six days, it's gone from title talk to Marty out the door who can we get in for next season it's not working sack the lot it's <laughs> I mean there was a big bit on the back of the record today Keith Jackson probably and it was just all about blame Dave King where's Dave King and all of this six days ago they were talking about a title race it's, yeah, and, it's, and, a very, it's a very good point it's a very very good point because even when you look at the Rangers squad even that starting 11 I thought it was it was quite a young squad they had out the other day. So likes of uh, Goss and Doherty in the middle, mm-hmm. uh, Windass, uh, Jason Murphy, no, uh, not Jason Murphy, that's a guy I know, uh, Jamie Murphy, um, and Cummings as well. So kind of youth, but then Alves and Martin at the back. Uh, Taverni is captain. Jamie Murphy's 29, is he not? Is Jamie Murphy 29? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, so. he is. Yeah, he was evil in school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he, sorry, that took a while to register. Yeah, it doesn't like, feel like he's... I was like, I don't think Jamie Murphy... doesn't feel like he's old at all. I did see something else on Twitter and it was, you know, I don't know, 180 matches for Motherwell, uh, 120 matches for Brighton, no Scotland caps. Plays for Rangers. Yeah. Right in the squad. Well, I'm going to bring that up later because Jack Henry's just been called up. Yes, yeah. In fact, yeah, we'll get into that later. But a final word on Kilmarnock versus Rangers at the weekend. Yeah, um, I just think uh, Steve Clark's done a great job. I mean, the squad, it's a decent squad he inherited. Well, He's yeah. added to that with Malumbu and Tishbola, um, but the likes of Eamon Brophy coming in, I remember I kind of queried that one at the start of the season, saying that's, but he seems to be perfect foil for Boyd. Uh, Jones is a brilliant young guy and I think he's going to go into a lot of big things. He's not 29, I don't think. Uh, no, he's not. Also, do you see how well Kirk Broadfoot played at the weekend? Uh, yeah, I he know. He was dynamite. Uh, Steve Clark is such a good manager. and He's made Kirk Broadfoot yeah. into a football player. And O'Donnell as well, who was at Thistle. Unlucky um, not to get a Scotland call-up, uh, I yeah. believe. I haven't and seen much. Played well in the, same with, um, I presume we'll go on to uh, Motherwell, uh, Tate. Yep. was kind of linked with the squad as well and you you know how our problems are at right back yeah well they they good shouts they know what they need to do sign for Celtic or Rangers yeah. <laughs> in the squad so it was uh, Kilmarnock winners at Ibrox at the weekend Chris Boyd uh, getting another goal his 20th of the season in all competitions yeah and Blake's just getting in touch to say if he was the Rangers researcher and football manager he would give Morelos a one for important matches yeah shite bag I mean £8 million what are you talking about <laughs> like I, I don't think he's without talent Morelos no he's a good he's a, he's a good finisher he, he did that's one of the most horrific misses I've ever oh, seen in my life I could not that's Iwilumo levels of missing that's how bad that was that was terrible anyway uh, we'll move on from that and elsewhere on Saturday Aberdeen uh, took advantage of Rangers getting beat by beating Dundee 1-0 Graham Shinney uh, not in the Scotland squad yep. did manage to get in the score sheet on Saturday though uh, so an important win for Aberdeen I wanted to make a point about this for Dundee because uh, it's well documented I think Neil McCann's a fanny um, but is it? Yeah, well yeah I, I it's well documented yeah. I, I, I've you rubbed not read my sheet with me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've Harvard referenced this yeah. shit man uh, no I, I I just think he's a bad manager um, and what I find interesting is uh, so Elliot Parrish the goalie did you see the Aberdeen goal? Uh, no I don't clatters his own player goes in at the same time you have Scott Bain pulling off brilliant saves in the old firm last week yeah. you have him keeping a clean sheet for Celtic yesterday um, and that's his stubbornness that's gone there and McCann who who was it he was fighting with last week what goalie he was, was fighting it fighting with Xander Clark oh Xander Clark yeah. yeah so I think Dundee I know as a Thistle fan it's cheeky to say that we're at I think Dundee are in trouble, but their next couple of games are Rangers, Celtic and Hibs or something. Yeah, they're struggling big time, Dundee, at the moment. Uh, yeah, so Your boy Elbak Tui is on the bench as well. Oh, that's where they're going wrong. If they played Elbak Tui, they've been playing on wide. They play, you should play Elbak Tui up front, play him through the middle, he'll score about 55 goals a season. Elliot Parrish is an amazing name as well. Yeah. It sounds like something... 
Elliot Parrish. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember when I was wee. Yeah. <laughs> he was a great lad. It sounds like where you'd go for a village, village fete. Mm. You'd be like, oh, I went to Elliot Parish today. It was went nice. Went to Elliot Parish. He was a great lad. <laughs> he died of rickets. <laughs> yeah. I was going yeah. <laughs> so, to go scurvy. Yeah. yeah. So there's Elliot Parish there. So anyway, enough of the noises. She's a beautiful girl, all right. <laughs> Really nice. A good result for Aberdeen. One now. Uh, they beat Dante <laughs> up at Petodre at the weekend. Elsewhere. Do you think? Do you think Neil McCann's in danger of getting punted? Nah, I don't think so. I think they'll keep him until at least the end of the season. Okay. And then maybe reassess it. We'll see what happens. Dundee. Obviously, when you were away as well, you would have read, you know, the crisis headlines on the back of the record, and, or sorry, the front of the record. Yeah. And uh, well, I mean, they're not in crisis yet. Again. But, um, yeah, they're, they're spending a lot more money than they should do. Uh, and they're blaming it all on the fact that Dens Park's an absolute shit heap. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't really disagree with that. Elsewhere, uh, Ross County 2, Hamilton 2. <sighs> really not good enough for Ross County in terms of where they are on the table. They need to be winning, don't they? Yeah, but that was kind of, as a Thistle fan, that was kind of the result I hoped for. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't pull anyone closer or pull anyone further away. Well, Hamilton are, you know, I think Hamilton are going to be fine again. They've got two games in hand. Yeah. They're already five points clear of the playoffs. But I think they're fine. But bottom six, that's the kind of mix of it. Aye. Yeah, but I, I, I don't think Hamilton are going to get relegated. Mm, I hope they do. Yeah, well, obviously you hope they do because <laughs> it, it means Partick Thistle won't. I so. can't wait till we talk about Dunfermline. Yeah, oh God, and we do, we're missing the championship this week. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was 2-2 between Ross County and Hamilton. Big battle at the bottom and it's going to be an absolute uh, slog to the end of the season for Ross County, I think. Uh, Owen Coyle gone as well. Something else happened. I was genuinely in Australia longer than Owen Coyle was a manager. Yeah, pretty like. much. Yeah, he just had an absolute disaster. So, uh, yeah, Stuart Kettlewell and Charles, uh, see if we can keep them up between now and the end of the season. The Hearts, 3-0 winners against Partick Thistle Move on Lafferty, Naismith and John Souter are getting the goals um, Hearts have been on it's not been a, a great run but looks like they're going to get top 6 now I'd be pretty surprised if they didn't and uh, that I guess when Craig Levine came in that's all you could really ask for trying to get into the top 6 because Ian Cathro had just handed them a big fucking steaming shite <laughs> Yeah but you look at the three scores against Thistle mm-hmm. John Souter Good, good player. Good. Kyle Lafferty and Stephen good. Naismith. Good, yeah, good, <laughs> good, good, good. Play, play, play the, play the clip. She's a beautiful girl, all right. <laughs> really nice. There are certain teams we won't be playing this sound for. Throughout <laughs> <laughs> the show, so just, just remind me of Who, that. Who scored for Clyde? No, I don't have that information. Behind, so. Yeah, I mean, there, there are three decent players: Lafferty, Naismith. Naismith hasn't really set the Heather alight. Although, you know, he'll be on big wages and stuff. He, yeah. I don't know if Hart's style of play particularly suits Naismith. Yeah, what, what I think kind of... I mean, I'm, I'm very much a fan of Archibald. He's done great stuff for us. And um, I've, we're a very stable club. Yeah. Um, and obviously that might change now with... Looks like Ian Maxwell's going to be uh, CEO of the SFA and other shitty acronyms. Mm-hmm. Um, but we ch- no, no with Aberdeen last week. Good point. Changed the team. Brought Abdul Osman, who's our captain. Uh by all accounts, booked uh, in the first bit of the game, then nearly sent off and hooked at half-time, dropped young uh, Andy McCarthy, who's been doing well, mixing the team up a bit. Obviously, we had we were out with our uh, without our main man, Connor Salmon, because he can't play against his parent club. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just seems like we're in a bit of a, a bit of a quandary just now. A bit of a fankle. Yeah, a fank- <laughs> yeah, exactly, a fankle. And I'm not sure how it's going to go. I've lost a lot of confidence in it. Um, so I think the next few weeks are going to be big. We play Ross County in two weeks. That's going to be huge. I always think that if you get into the bottom six, well, obviously you're in the bottom six, but I mean, once you get past the split and you're within touching distance of the teams in front of you, you've got a chance yeah. because you're playing all the teams that are around you and all the teams who are, you know, are, are just as gash as you, basically. Yeah. So I think like as long as Thistle are within touch um, of Dundee, of Hamilton, and you know, I, I think St Johnston are a wee bit too far. Yeah, away too now. fine. Yeah, but it's between it's four teams going into two. Yeah, so, but the worrying thing is when you speak to other fans of the championship. Like, imagine when Dunfermline went down, you thought we'll be back up in a couple of years. And St Mirren, <laughs> we got back to back relegations. Yeah. So yeah. did we last time we got relegated? And St Mirren just avoided it as well. Yeah. So this is the thing when you actually speak to other fans, you realise how shit relegation could be. I mean, Hibs were down for what three years. Yeah. Uh, it's it's pish. I don't believe this. Oh, spelling the championship would be good. No, it's not. The championship's gash. He's and, yeah. and I'm speaking from personal bitter experience. Um, the championship's not a fantastic league in terms of quality. I mean, the fact that we, 
we'll get on to this in more detail in a second, but we went four wins in 17 matches uh, before we beat Inverness on Tuesday. Yeah. And we're still only, what? Fifth? <laughs> yeah, if we win our game in hand, we're a point off the playoffs. <laughs> I, the, the league's terrible. But it's, um, yeah, I, I, going down to the championship is not fun. I do think... Ross County coming down, and I said this last week. Would be the best thing ever. Before, no, it'd be it'd be gash because oh, it's a shite away. Well, no, no they, so it's, no, it's a, a great it's, away it's day, but they, they don't bring fans. They don't bring fans, which isn't their fault. You know that that's fine because they have to make that trip every single time yeah. they go away from home. So I, I, I'm not complaining about that. But they're also a team who I'll probably beat everyone else in the division <laughs> yeah. because Uncle Roy's got loads yeah, of money. Yeah, just bash it out. So he's, he's got tons of cash, so they're going to be a really difficult team if they get relegated to the Championship yeah. next season. It's going to be difficult for other teams because I do think there is a bit of a gap developing between the Championship and the Premiership, even the bottom six teams. Yeah, and Michael's just got in touch on Facebook who, uh, I can agree with him, the second half of the season revival just hasn't happened this season for Thistle and that's kind of what we've relied on. The last couple of years, you'll remember, if you listen to every episode of this podcast, I'm never bothered that we're bottom with two points after nine games because mm-hmm. we always bounce back and we need that now, big what time. Is, do you think if it does end up in relegation that Archibald's struggling, sticky wicket? Uh, I think potentially. I think fans are starting to turn. Um, he's one of the longest sta- uh, serving managers in Scotland. I think he must be. Yeah, I th- like he's ha- definitely in the top, four, he's definitely top four or five. Or yeah. yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I personally would stick for just now, but we're not playing a, a very good style of football just now and mm-hmm. we're not getting the results, so it has to kind of reevaluate. But at the end of the day, this is a guy who's played 400 times for the club, brought us up, kept us up, all this kind of stuff. Top six. And ironically, this is one of the strongest squads we've ever had. Yeah, there has been there has been a lot of issues with injuries and stuff yeah. this season as well. Chris so. Daly coming back is great. Yeah, so listen, we'll move on uh, to the game that happened yesterday, final game in the Premiership of the weekend. No, it's not. We forgot about Friday night. Uh, yes, we did forget about Friday night. We will uh, go to that in a second, but I've started so finished. Motherwell no. now, uh, Celtic now, really only one talking point. Was it sending off? No. I didn't even think it was a foul. No. Nah. Uh, maybe, maybe see because they're pushing and shoving and kind of maybe book the two of them and that's it. But it's nothing. Absolute nonsense. And also, uh, can you see Craig Dawson like doing the stamping motion? It, it was just, it was a nonsense. Like they've appealed and I think they'll get the appeal because that's, it was an absolutely his, shocking decision. His face when he got sent off was an absolute beauty. He just yeah, turned to Brown and be like, you fucking <laughs> snake. Yeah, I know, but I, I, I just think it, it totally ruined the game and it just meant that Motherwell sat in for the entire game, didn't even attempt to go forward, and fair play, they hung on, uh, got their nil-nil, Celtic looked really... Do you think it was a penalty in the last minute? Mm, nah, not really. Don't Based off. So. I thought yeah, Tate was off. brilliant, uh, Carson pulled off some big saves, and it's just, like, when I was, because uh, I was kind of trying to work out where he's from, so I Wikipedia him, and he's a, uh, he was, they sent him from Hartlepool, and then he was like with Celtic, and he's just been called back up to Northern Ireland squad, all this kind of stuff. Uh, the recruitment policy has been great, because, you have to look at the Motherwell squad at the start of the season and went, how many of these players have I ever heard of? Yeah. Motherwell, right? Here's one for you. Have Motherwell had a good season? Because they're sitting... they're, cup, they're not. They're not going to make the top six, right? But they got to the League Cup final, got beat. Mm-hmm. They're in the semi-final of the Scottish Cup. Aberdeen will be favourites for that game. Yeah. Aberdeen have three players suspended. They've got McLean, yeah, they, Shinney and Logan. Yeah, they do. But uh, I'd still make Aberdeen favourites. So if Aberdeen, just say, it goes to form and Aberdeen win, of Motherwell had a decent season still. Um, yeah, I think I think fans would probably say yeah, even though they missed out in the top six, didn't win it. All right, got to the final, but didn't come, didn't really lay a goal. Yeah, I would say as a if I was a Motherwell fan, I would say yeah, because you want that kind of cup final day. You got close, and they did get close. They did get close. Mm-hmm. Um, the same final, you never know if they could be a breeze in the top um, in the bottom six and could finish with more points in the top six yeah. kind of stuff like so I would say yeah and I think Stephen Robinson coming in I think people weren't really sure what to expect and he's done he's done a very good job with the squad he has and I think they will get stronger for next season yeah well there we go um, give us your thoughts as well at Scott Soccer FM and you can comment on Pine Bovro and you can also if you're listening live on Facebook give a drop us a comment just now yeah and Michael and Blake have joined forces to comment uh, I don't know if you saw this uh, stat. Craig Thompson's only sent five players off this season. All five have been Motherwell yeah, players. I did see that. That is insane. And yeah. was he from Hamilton? <laughs> nah, I don't know. I don't know. He's from... He must just hate Motherwell. I, don't, just, I, I think he's a shit referee. I, I, I think Thompson's one of the worst. I really do. Maybe at one stage he was the best, but certainly not now. He looks like he, 
he hates his life. Yeah, he looks is. like he hates football. Yeah, he does. And uh, yeah, terrible decision yesterday. Uh, and talking if, about terrible decisions, if we go back to Friday night, yeah, uh, Marciano. <laughs> have you seen this? I think there's only one comment to to sum this up. What's your goalie doing? <laughs> <laughs> I think, <laughs> or to give it a slightly longer version. What's the goalie doing, Tom? What's the goalie doing? What was he doing though? Like, what was he doing, Tom? What's the goalie doing? It's so good. Yeah. Like, cause I, Joey, I wasn't watching the game. What was it in Friday night? I was out somewhere, and um, I went on Twitter and saw he'd been sent off for handball out of the box. Something I enjoy. Mm-hmm. So I made sure I went to see it. Yeah. It's not just outside his box. He's in the fucking touchline. Nowhere near. <laughs> absolutely nowhere near. It was just a horrific decision. So, uh, Big yeah. FA getting another goal. And, um, Chris lots, Kane as yeah, well. Lots Stone. of hatchet men chat against uh, both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, St. Johnson probably should have been down to 10 men. That was uh, Neil Lennon criticising, uh, beating again. Just uh, Cla- clapping shut in, him up. Clapping in his face. Something like just that. Yeah. I know, like, he, he, he needs to just pipe it down a wee bit. I, 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 to be fair, I do think the standard of refereeing is horrific. Yeah. I really do. The standard's yeah. so bad. I really want you to do a course. Yeah, I would. And I'd, I'd be FIFA listed within six months. So, <laughs> <laughs> it was St Johnston won, <laughs> uh, Hibs won on Friday night, and uh, that rounds up the Premiership. Yeah, Blake's uh, arguing with you, he says no one hates their life more than Willie Collum. Well, yeah, that, I mean, that goes without saying. Yeah, I mean, what a name though, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, so, the table looks like this. Uh, Celtic played 30 games, 68 points, 10 ahead of Rangers. Uh, so, Celtic got that game in hand over Rangers. Played the same as Aberdeen, though, 56 points. Aberdeen can go second if they win their game in hand. Hibs in fourth place now. Uh, we got developing between them and Kilmarnock uh, six points ahead of them 52 points Kilmarnock on 46 Hearts make up the rest of the top six on 42 six points down to Motherwell they do have a game in hand uh, but st- uh, they've got a couple of tricky fixtures I think uh, Motherwell in their next two matches so it's going to be really difficult for them I think to sneak into the top six elsewhere yep. uh, St Johnston uh, 34 points as we mentioned and then a wee gap down to Hamilton they're on 30 with two games in hand Dundee on 28 Partick Thistle 25 and Ross County bottom of the table on 22 points in the Premiership this weekend if you're listening on Facebook remember share it to your page all your mates can listen and join in the conversation as well you can keep your comments coming in on Facebook and on at Scott Soccer FM on Twitter as well Championship this weekend and let's start The Ferland well, uh, yeah, if you want to get out the road, I, I yeah. mean, it was absolutely just a horrible football match was from it? everyone involved Yeah, um, first half literally nothing happened literally nothing, second half um, we were the better team hit the post hit the bar and probably should have won and that was it and was it snowing as well it was snowing into my face because oh. where the the, the Norrie McCarthy stand that usually gets sheltered from all the all the uh, rain and stuff because it's because it's it's the west stand basically whereas the east stand uh, is the one that usually gets gets everything gets all the all the weather but unfortunately because of the beast from the east <laughs> all the snow was just battering off my face I don't think I've ever been so cold it's so brutal isn't it? it was just shite I was just like thank god Andrew Dallas was the referee and I think he played no injury time <laughs> I think he was like, let's go off the pitch I think we finished about 20 to 5 like it was it was great if all matches could finish like that so yeah finished 0-0 between Dunfermline and Morton good point for Morton and uh, we are struggling uh, just looking at the fixtures that we've got left we've got 8 games left and uh, we're relying on other other teams to drop points now which is not ideal yeah. um, had we won on Saturday we'd have uh, probably gone we'd have gone a point behind Morton and we play breaking tomorrow yeah that's your game in hand isn't it so you would have been thinking we'd have been two points ahead of Morton so it's it's really we're struggling big time Uh, and uh, Morton good result for them clean sheet and all that stuff elsewhere uh, Dumbarton 3-1 winners against Breakin Breakin still I mean that's one thing that hasn't changed since you've been away (laughs) Breakin still haven't won a match Uh, they've got to be 3-1 by Dumbarton and uh, that brings Dumbarton a wee bit closer to Inverness Uh, just four points behind Inverness now and Inverness have had a real sticky patch in the last wee while I know they've got the um, Challenge Cup final coming up uh, fairly soon as well so it's um it's, it's going to be it's going to be a tough old while for Inverness, I think, especially if they lose that match. Yeah, have you seen uh, the um, Dumbarton international players? No. Have you seen? Have you noticed? It? This is one of my favourite stories. I'm trying to find out who the second one is um, because your first guy is uh, Froxilias. Oh yeah, Froxilias, a separate guy. Yeah. yeah, so he's been called up to this uh, Cyprus squad, and they're going to play the night before the Challenge Cup final. And he's going to fly in the next morning. Hero. Which I play. And I, I think there's a under-21s player on loan from uh, Dundee. 
uh, Bert or something like that he's been called up as well so it looks like they're going to be playing international games and then the cup final a day or two days later that happens with a couple of Dunfermline players earlier on in the season um, I, fair play to them that's yeah. good I mean you can play two days I mean if you're young you can play two Imagine matches in two days a Dumbarton Cypriot international though yeah it's well, beautiful that, these things happen yeah. uh, I remember at school playing Saturday morning Saturday afternoon and playing on Sunday yeah yeah we used to play like four or five times a week yeah, but then so, we're fat now yeah that is true yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd probably struggle with that I was going to play a charity match yesterday were you? yeah but I got snowed off were um, you in I, bed fucking fist pumping? Uh, yeah pretty much yeah I was doing like a snow dance the night before and uh, I was meant to be playing alongside Dunfermline legend Andy Todd <laughs> were you? yes I was yeah What were you, were you going to play second half? I was going to be playing at the back, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I was, Stephen's I, a surprisingly okay footballer. I was robbed, robbed of that opportunity. <laughs> yeah, I'm like sort of just a fat sort of Sergio Perini. Sergio Perini. That's <laughs> yeah. I can, I can injure Marco Negro who was squash ball. Was that a bit Kelty? Uh, it was a Kelty. Yeah, yeah. Mark. Mark's just asking Facebook. A couple of comments coming in. Uh, Mark said, "Stephen, you can answer this. Is it just me, or I'm worried about playing at Brecon tomorrow." I said to Stephen before we started, "If Brecon win their first game against Dunfermline all season." I wouldn't stop laughing for about four days. Yeah. Uh, it would be the most <clears throat> enjoyable thing because... I, I really can't see it. I mean, Dumbarton beat them 3-1 on Saturday and Dumbarton are pish, so... Yeah, but you've scored like one goal in about 10 games. Aye, but we don't concede though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we barely so concede a, point. a goal. I, I, I think we'll have enough to be breaking, if I'm being perfectly honest. If, we're, if we don't be breaking tomorrow night, I think there might be a few changes. I think that's the... I, I think... Uh, I can't see, I can't see any survival from that. To be perfectly <laughs> honest with you, uh, if, if we if we get beat off breaking, so uh, yeah. And David saying as well, uh, David Ferguson saying, I don't think County County will bla- uh, bounce back up. Uncle Roy won't be splashing the cash. I think he will. Yeah, I think it's he just will. a wee ego trip before he dies. I think, and they're also still paying. Like they might not spend money, but they're still paying players much more than what anyone was it? else. Own Coyle was the third highest paid manager in the league. Yep. So. And that's mental considering Craig Levine did his own appointment. So. Uh, exactly, yeah, I'll pay myself £2 million. <laughs> ah, there's my contract. Oh, I'm going to sign this, yeah. yeah. So, like, just what's going on in Craig Levine's head. Anyway, we've distracted for the championship. Uh, that's how bad the league is. Uh, yeah. 3-1, so uh, Dumbarton, good, uh, good win for them. Four points behind Inverness now. Inverness managed to pick up a point, though, at Dundee United at the weekend, just as the Dundee United revival looks like it was happening. Um, it, it stopped again. So it was uh, Mickelson getting the equaliser for Dundee United and uh, Vigers, that don't the score in the first half for Inverness uh, United still got about 14 games in hand uh, going to be playing about 7 times a week before the end of the season so we'll see yeah. what happens Mikey got in touch right at the start uh, he said all he could say is he's a United fan all he could say about United is Scott Fraser's back and of the two I think United fans would have preferred to have Fraser 5 um, I, I don't know I, I really like Scott Fraser I, think see, a, I, I spoke really to a couple of United fans who said he's massively overrated alright okay I, well as long as he signs with Dunfermline next season I'm not really bothered <laughs> I, I, think he's, I think he's a very good player why don't you marry him then? I will, yeah, I will marry. Well, we've had enough engagements on this show and we won't <laughs> talk about that, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such uncomfortable laughter. <laughs> if you don't know what this is, I get tagged in this about 40 times the other day on Twitter and yeah. Facebook. Yeah, obviously, we should probably address the situation. You'll have seen the stories about Christian Nadi, who has become a character on the show over the past 18 months. Obviously, it's an, it's an ongoing legal case. So, so we, 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 we genuinely we, can't chat we, about we it. We literally can't comment about it. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's... We, we can't comment either way so we just hope that there's a positive solution for everyone involved yeah. in it because, yeah. and just uh, remember I'm still engaged him, so. yes, exactly so uh, we'll move on very quickly uh, Livingston now uh, now against Falkirk at the weekend uh, really uh, Falkirk season looks like it's just petering out and uh, Livingston have just pretty much handed <laughs> Livingston uh, the title the past couple of weeks yeah. by drawing lots of matches so uh, St Mirren great win for them 3-1 down at Queen of the South uh, Lewis Morgan back on the score sheet 12 points ahead they've won the league haven't they yeah pretty much yeah um, I mean, Dundee United have got three games in hand. If they win all them, it goes to 10 points behind. Mm-hmm. Like, there's eight games to go. I don't see them losing four or five of those games. So, yeah, pretty much. And, and fair play to them. They've done well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the table well done, Jack like, Ross. Yep. He did great. Aloha saved them last season. Well, there's also the chat as well. Ian Murray obviously did a fantastic job at Dumbarton. Dumbarton. And a lot of people were like, well, yeah, but maybe that's down to his number two, who was Jack Ross. So uh, he seems to Good be. Point. Good he point. seems to be. He's he's hot property just now. We'll see how St. Murray get on next season in the Premiership. I think they need to strengthen an awful lot, and they're they're going to miss Morgan. They're really going to miss Morgan because yeah. he's their best player by yeah. a mile. Um, I, as I say, I do think there is quite a big gap now between the teams at the top of the Championship and the bottom of the Premiership. It wouldn't surprise me if Morgan gets loaned back out next year. 
Yeah, I mean, what's the point? What's the point? I, I, I like what Celtic do. Like, if you sign a player, oh. get him back out, get him to play 30, 40 games. Mm. That's how people become better. Yeah, well, we'll see. Anyway, like, the champion- we, we don't play games that much anymore. And look at us. Well, that is true. We, we never got loaned out. If we did, we'd be like. By well, 10 o'clock, I got loaned out to off the ball and <laughs> started well, to get that, my fitness that, up for this. That is true, you cheating bastard. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe you cheated on me with, with Stuart Cosgrove and Tam Cowan. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just, like, I can't believe it. I well, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, just, I just can't believe you did that. It was <sighs> Stephen could tell there. I was about to say a c word, and yeah, uh, exactly, exactly. cut the mics. Yeah, she's a beautiful girl, all right, <laughs> really nice. That was uh, Ray speaking about Tam Cowan on Saturday. So, <laughs> <laughs> championship table looks like this: sixty-three points, St Mirren twelve points clear at the top, Livingston on fifty-one, uh, Dundee United forty-four, Morton forty-three, four points headed on Fairmont. Don't Fairmont do have a game in hand? That's against Brecon tomorrow night. But they're on thirty-nine points. Queen of the South thirty-eight, Falkirk thirty-four, Inverness thirty-one, Dumbarton twenty-seven, and then the big gap down to Brecon on four points in the table. At Scott Soccer FM, if you want to comment, pineborough.com as well, if you want to sign up for the forum and leave us some abuse there. That's usually what happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Since we've been away over the past wee while, oh, um, yeah, I get it so much. I, I like what what is it you always say? So is that what you always say? Is that what they pick up on? Yeah. So, uh, so listen. So listen. Is I, do, I do say it a lot. Like I don't. I'm, I make no apologies for that. It's just a phrase that I say a lot. But if you were to analyse everyone in the way that they speak, they would say something all the time because that's just the way people speak. She's a beauty. She's a beauty. All right. She's a beautiful girl. All right. <laughs> Really, really nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, League 1 this weekend uh, Albion Rovers 1 Arbroath 2 Alan Trout scored again Of course he did uh, Ryan Wallace getting the penalty winner for Arbroath in the second half uh, Dick Campbell's men uh, going well then looks like they're pretty much in the playoffs now in fact yeah pretty much yeah they're what 10 points clear he's 5 so yeah in the yeah. playoffs and they've got a small squad they've got a few injuries so Arbroath only 5 in the bench at the weekend uh, Albion Rovers still filling the bench so he's, I was going to say he's done well but I can't bring myself to say it Dick Campbell's done well I can't bring myself to see it Of course he's done well I've both just got promoted And they're third in the league He's a prick But and, and, but I know you don't like him Yeah But League 2 and League 1 Who's a better manager than Dick Campbell? Um, uh, <laughs> who's, who's got a better record than him? Ian McCall No Has he? Yeah Top league Yeah Aye but over the course of 20 years Ian McCall's done pretty well over those To take teams up From League 1 Oh no, I, I was doing championship. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I actually quite rate Ian McCall as well. But I, I think in terms of that level for that for part-time teams, I Gary Locke. Gary Locke's got a great record, <laughs> a brilliant record of relegating teams. It's incredible. See the more like when I listen to other football podcasts and stuff like that. I realise how- now you listen to other football podcasts hi, now. Hi, you're going off the ball. Yeah. You listen to other football podcasts. You cheat with other women. She's a beautiful girl. All right, <laughs> really nice. Uh, it makes me realise how niche this yeah, is. Yeah, that is true. When we chat about League One and Dick Campbell's record over the last 20 years or something like that. I find it enjoyable. It's very enjoyable. Alloa 2, Airdrie 2 at the weekend. Uh, so again, uh, no real good for either side. Airdrie just pulling away for the playoff spot at the bottom. It looks like they're not going to get dragged into that. And Alloa uh, still pushing for a playoff spot, but they're seven points ahead of yeah. these five. And uh, one of Airdrie's scores at the weekend was Daryl Duffy. Um, who scored wow. uh, two in midweek and Dale Carrick actually yeah they, well. beat, they beat um, Stranraer uh, 2-1 midweek uh, Daryl Duffy got both goals um, but he was someone I'd completely forgot about because mm-hmm. he kind of did the did the rounds he was Rangers youth and then uh, he went out and played for three Indian teams okay and then uh, he was actually at St Mirren alright was he and then he's now at Airdrie on loan okay so he's been about he was at Mohan Bagun in, in India who people say have one of the most deadly rivalries in the world. Oh, they do, yeah. And you know who's just won the Indian Premier League? I read this today. Stephen Pearson? Uh, no, no, it's Chennai. Is that who he plays for, Stephen Pearson? I don't know. It's the manager's John Gregory. Remember John Gregory? He's a Aston Villa manager. <laughs> there's a there's a picture of him with the trophy in full Indian dress. Like, so, 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 so that's what that's what John Gregory. I oh, just see that. Yeah, yeah. He looks great. I've got to see uh, what who their current squad is. See any of the kind of nah. They've not got any kind of big names or anything like that or Scottish players going out, so no. Yeah, well, um, by the way, just to go back, just for a second to the Championship, uh, Mikey asks a very important question. When are Brecon mathematically or arithmetically uh, relegated? And I can tell you, because they've got nine matches... Is it tomorrow? They've got nine matches left, which is a possible 27 points. Yeah. They are on four. Dumbarton are on 27. 
So if they lose tomorrow night, they can only get 24 points. So it means that they could get relegated on Saturday if they lose tomorrow night. Will they be playing on Saturday because it's not it's cup and stuff like that? So it'll be the following week. Yeah, I think there's a few. There are a few matches on Is Saturday. That? Yeah, there are a few matches. Uh, but it depends, obviously, because there's Inverness and Dumbarton yeah. uh, playing in the Challenge Cup final. So uh, I would need to check that. But they could be relegated uh, the game after next, basically. So that that answers your question, Mikey. That was a bit quick bit of maths for it. Anyway, back to League uh, One. <laughs> uh, four for nil. You gave up with confidence in that. Yeah. So Air United uh, two. They play Morton away. On Saturday Okay well that's not looking good for them nope. It's really not looking good uh, Michael Moffat on the score sheet Craig Moore has scored about 55 goals or something this season He scored for the penalty spot again Air United in the time that you've been away Have absolutely powered past Wraith Rovers Got yep. their players back uh, Had a lot of injuries And uh, yeah they are in very much pole position For the League 1 title aren't they Yeah and uh, fair play to them man And also Wraith Rovers game yesterday Getting called off because it had been moved To a Sunday 4pm kickoff for Alba And then the weather didn't improve Like such a shit reason for moving for Alba. Yeah, I know. It's, it would have affected the crowd as well. Like, it, it, I don't care what anyone says. The Alba matches affect crowds. Cause yeah, because it's, it's on telly. Yeah, and exactly. it's Baltic outside. It's so cold. Um, so yeah, that got called off. That'll get rearranged. It was the Fife derby, obviously, yeah. against these five. And uh, Air United took advantage. Uh, they won 2-0. On Saturday, and it means they're all equal in terms of games played as well. Shrinrar 2, Queen's Park 3. A wee bit of life in Queen's Park. They were struggling a couple of weeks ago. They were looking like they were pretty much doomed. Uh, but a 3-2 win down at Shrinrar uh, means that they are within touching distance of the playoff and even uh, coming out there all together and being safe. It looks like three teams into two at the bottom. Yeah, it's quite exciting. 26, 27, 28 points. Uh, Queen's Park and Forfer played the same games. Albion, two games in hand. Um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. And also, Albion Rovers, two games in hand. That's a guaranteed 36 goals between them. <laughs> so, Stranar, Airdrie probably looks safe. 36 and 38 points. That's kind of eight-point gap with only six games to go. So, it'll be fine. I think that's kind of good for those, um, those clubs. Stranar and Airdrie in particular. Airdrie had a terrible start to the season with lots of kind of finan- financial implications, coaches mm-hmm. leaving, all that kind of stuff. Stranar had to sell three or four of the best players. Um, well, at, you, you've Christmas. been there for the past few yeah, weeks yeah yeah so, so I know so you know I was in the motherland and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I found a surprising amount of didgeridoos yeah in <laughs> boomerangs and stuff yeah, yeah so uh, not the thing on Instagram or thing so uh, the league table uh, looks like this Air United on 61 points three ahead of Wraith Rovers are both on 49 Aloha 46 that makes up the playoffs looks like that's going to be the top four uh, East Fife on 39 so they're seven points back outside the playoffs they'll be struggling a wee bit Stranraer safe mid-table 38 points same goes for Airdrie 30 then we've got the three at the bottom as we mentioned on 28, 27 and 26 which is Forfort, Albion Rovers and Queen's Park let's drop down into League 2 finally before we move on and go through the results it was Annan 1, Clyde 1 at the weekend again uh, Clyde on a pretty decent run actually um, they've they've uh, really picked up under Danny Lennon uh, since uh, Ray's been away so yeah. uh, that, that coincidence we don't know um, <laughs> but the big result of the weekend there's I, th- two, I think there's two big results in this there is apologies yeah, yeah two big results uh, we'll, we'll go in Alpha Alphabetical order. Okay. Uh, Cowden Beath 3, Elgin City 1. A uh, great result for Cowden Beath. Uh, Jordan Sheeran on the uh, score sheet. David Cox as well, grabbing a goal. And I mean, they're still looking pretty doomed. They're 12 points adrift at the bottom. Yeah, with and, nine to go. Uh, with, yeah, with nine games to go. So again, they are mega struggling. Uh, but see, before the game on Saturday, I fancied Cowden Beath because Elgin City have the worst away record in the league. Oh, do they? They have won it, I think. How many points have they got, Elgin? They've got 40 points. I think they've taken something like 33 points at home this season and only picked up seven away. Um, so, yeah, Elgin have, are, are just terrible travellers and uh, Ken Beath managed to pick up a 3-1 win. So, great result great for them result. and Gary Bowen. Uh, Edinburgh City 2, Albion Rovers 2. Really disappointing for Stirling Albion, despite the fact they did get, what, an injury time equaliser there. Um, but yeah, they were 95th minute. really Ooh. looking to push on and uh, it looks like they're going to get in the playoffs. So, they're nine points ahead of Elgin. Yeah, one of the good things about uh, Stirling Albion is Andy Little started to make his comeback so he's mm-hmm. coming off the bench the last couple of games after a horrific injury last season uh, fracturing his skull they thought he might not be able to play again all this kind of stuff so that's quite nice and also it's weird when you look at League 2 and you see Craig Beatty Farid Al-Glui, um Andy Little all these guys who are playing in the top flight 
Yeah, three, four years ago. Totally. Montrose three, Peterhead two. This is the biggie. That's the big one at the top of the table. So there was big result at the bottom, big result at the top. And uh, yeah, by all accounts, uh, Montrose deserved the victory at the weekend. I was reading some of the fans' forums and stuff before we came on tonight. And uh, Peterhead fans, not happy at all. Jim McAnally out and all that stuff. Uh, but that puts Peterhead three points behind Montrose. Don't know why I said that in a roundabout way. Basically, yeah. it puts Montrose three points ahead and Montrose have, have a, game a game in, in hand, hand as well. Because that was the big turnaround. It was always... The Peter Head um, had those games in hand and they would catch up and they have caught up and it's not happening it's not happening Montrose under Stuart Petrie the Fairmont legend um, looks like he's going to lead them to promotion yeah uh, potentially I mean it's that kind of league that this season a lot of teams have taken points off like I wouldn't have expected Elgin to lose and that kind of stuff even though you're backing it up um, teams they seem to take a lot of points off each other and you can see that between third and seventh there's what uh, 13 points between them very close with each other so so yeah it's going to be exciting to watch yeah it is absolutely so the table looks like this hey, Montrose in 61 Peterhead 58 still on Albion 49 Stenny on 44 Elgin City on 40 just outside the playoffs going to need to uh, sort out their away form if they're uh, going to make a dent into that though and then on 37 Clyde 36 Edinburgh City 27 Berwick Rangers 26 and Cowdenby still marooned at the bottom of Scottish football propping up the entirety of the football yep. league on 14 points this season so yeah still a long way to go before Cowdenby are anywhere close uh, to being um, safe this season so listen still lots to come on the show we'll be talking about Scotland we'll look ahead to all the fixtures that are happening there's uh, quite a lot of league fixtures yep. to look forward to and uh, yeah I need to give Ray a quiz about Australia as oh, well God. so this is Soccer FM with Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw it's time for teams around the world Lots to catch up on on teams around the world on Soccer FM. Ray is delighted to hear this music in his cans once more. Uh, so listen, we have a team in Gibraltar. We've got a team in Hungary. Where do you want to start this week? Uh, let's go Hungary. So if we go to Hungary first, uh, FC Ujpest, um had a long break uh, for winter. They take like uh, two months off pretty much because Hungary is quite bleak then supposedly. Yeah. Um, so we've come back. We're doing pretty well in the league to be honest. Uh, sitting third in the league uh, a lot of points behind Finnevarkos and Videoton who are the kind of two big clubs um, and uh, so last few games uh, we drew now now with Paxi at the weekend uh, who are fifth mm-hmm. uh, before that we were doing well in the cup uh, we beat uh, MTK which is one of my favourite um, service stations yep. uh, and also beat Debrecen who are uh, just below us in fourth place so doing okay into the next round of the club uh, we've got a big game this week in the league oh sorry after the uh, the international break we're playing Finn of Arcos we're top of the league and even though we are third we are 14 points behind second place nice one yeah so that's that so that's doing okay uh, and then we go over to our boys in Gibraltar the Gibraltar is quite fun because I just get to message I slide into the manager's DMs on Twitter mm-hmm. uh, so our boys FC Olympic 13 of Gibraltar it looks like they're top of the league. Okay. But I say looks like because in every league table I can find, Angels FC are above them but have not played any games or points. So I don't know if they've been disqualified or chucked out of the league or what? anything like that. It's just in, they do it in alphabetical order. They're just there. Okay. They're just there. Hound Dogs are still bottom of the league, which is a shame. Uh, so we beat Europa Point FC uh, 1-0 this week. Uh, in the cup, I spoke to Lewis, um, the manager, uh, this morning we played Gibraltar United one of the big teams in Gibraltar and uh, we got pumped 6-0 and I said oh that's quite a bad result and he was like no put, play a second string team concentrating in the league basically what they do in the FA Cup downsides yes pretty much so top of the league uh, 10 games in 1-7 drawn 2 lost 1 and if they win the league we are heading over to Gibraltar for the promotion party with the monkeys we certainly are yes that is uh, that's the plan anyway so we'll keep you updated on that everything else that's happening with our teams around the world you can follow them on Twitter we also we try and retweet uh, some of the results as yep. well so uh, if you head to Ascot Soccer FM you can leave a comment there if you want if you're listening back to the show we always like your feedback and uh, pineboffle.com as well is where you leave your comments if you're on the phone from two. So on the Facebook just now, uh, Blake is updating his funny story about behind Angels. The chairman and owner or something had a huge falling out and somehow it ended up with them being kicked out of the league. Well, there we go. Thank you to Blake for uh, that important uh, update on Angels. Why did you know that? League. Yeah, Blake, why do you know that? Yeah, I mean, some, some of our listeners, we, we love you. We love you to death. We really do. Uh, but you're an odd bunch. Were you there when the guy, oh, I can't remember his name, he, he basically... Listen, he just discovered us. 
somewhere and they listened to every episode. That must have been a total mindfuck for them. Because it was results for last season, like last September. <laughs> like, what? Why would they give a fuck about his faith no, in March last year? He's for Durham. Is he? He's for Durham. Like, he's not even Scottish. Like, it's just, I, I thanks, thanks for doing it, though. Thanks. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, 2nd of February 2018, the Gibraltar, uh, Gibraltar FA regrets to announce that following the closure of the winter transfer window, it has had to revoke Angels FC domestic license due to a breach of squad quotas and homegrown player rules. Oh. As a result, Angels FC's membership of the Gibraltar Football Association has been terminated with immediate effect. This is an obvious effect on the state of the second division, which as yet has not completed its first round of fixtures. So our FC Olympic boys have basically benefited from a team going bust. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Yes. We're corrupt and we managed it. Yes. Amazing. Right. Okay. Uh, So, Ray, you are back from Australia, but uh, I wanted to give you a wee quiz uh, on... Just before we do this, Blake is getting in touch to say, my friend is a Gibraltar researcher for Football Manager. Of course he is. We share info because I research Macedonia. Oh, Blake, uh, (laughs) send us a message on Facebook. Tell us about Macedonia and tell us how we can rig it so me and Stephen can get a cap in four years' time for Macedonia. Pretty much. Right, okay, so you're just back from Stranraer slash Australia, right? Yes. And uh, I wanted to make you, I'll ease you back into Scottish life, but just give me a wee taste of Down Under. Um, that's that's probably one of the creepiest things I've ever said in my life. <laughs> 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 that, that, that was that, that was out of my mouth. Play it, play <laughs> yeah. it. No, I, I don't actually have it to, I don't actually have it to hand. But I've got an Australian soundboard, obviously, because this is I'm a celebrity team. Yes. Uh, very topical if you're out yeah. driving today. And um, <laughs> I've got other things. Uh, do, do you reckon? This isn't part of the. I feel sorry for that guy that listens to them all like a year behind. He won't get that joke. Yeah, he won't get that joke at all. So, uh, do you recognise this? Right, this is a this is a uh, from the Australian soundboard. Okay. No. That's what? that was just the ending to one of the neighbours' theme tunes, which, was I, it? Thought, which I thought was just so a- cool that one. That's kind of what Morelos could hear in his head when he was hitting the post. Pretty much, yeah. Right, okay, so I've got an Australian pop quiz. All these people are Australians. You just need to tell me the artist and the name of the song. I would like to point out that uh, in the last four years, I've spent nearly six months of my life in Australia, Yeah. and I know fuck all about the country. Right, okay, well, you might know this. This is the first one, okay? It's quite an easy one, this one. Oh, come on. You it's, got, it's, know- it's got to be Kylie then, I presume. No. Close. Danny. No! Jason. Yes! And do you know the song? No. You don't know the song? Right, I'm, I'm not going to reveal any of these answers. I'm going to rely on the listeners at Soccer FM. So if you know this song, tweet us at Scott Soccer FM and uh, keep a score, and we'll read you out next week if you get them all right. Okay, so that's how I'm going to play the song, right? Because okay. we're getting in the chorus there. So here we go. Right, number two. You should definitely get this one. Uh, Kylie can't get you in my head Well done Right okay So you've only got the first one to get I might give you a wee reminder at the end Okay uh, Here's the next one This is probably slightly more obscure Fuck's sake <laughs> So What we think In terms of era This is 80s What is this? This is, this, is this a song uh, Tom Rogic was conceived to? <laughs> <laughs> this was a big song. This, 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 I think, got near top of the charts. Would I know the artist? <laughs> you know him probably something else. I know so, it's something else. I, I, Carl Kennedy? Nah. So that's all I'm going to play at you, right? Oh. So I'll play I'll play that again at the end, right? And you can get your suggestions on uh, pinebuffle.com, soccerfm. Uh, at Scott Soccer FM, I should say on uh, on Twitter. Uh, here's the next one. Holly Valance kiss kiss. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd get I've that. I've seen one that video up. about six hundred times. Of course mate. you have, because you were a teenager virtually the same yeah. time as I was. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have it in my Bebo flashbox. Do you remember that? <laughs> Shut up. I know, so Flashbox means something totally different now. Yeah, I know. Uh, oh, we were talking about people. <laughs> It's just, it's a great tune. So yeah, you are right. It's Holly yeah. Valance, Kiss Kiss. She's married uh, to like a multi, multi millionaire now. It's like yeah. a billionaire, yeah. That's, I mean, that's amazing. He's a millionaire. And he's married to Holly Valance. <laughs> but she might be a horrible person. Don't care. Nah. I okay, do. right. <laughs> Next one. Fuck's sake! Is this what I think it is? 
Is one of the, it's, it's not it Harris, is, an is old it? Australian stockman lying, dying. And he gets himself up onto one elbow and he turns to his mates who are gathered around and he says, Watch me wallabies feed, mate. Watch me wallabies feed. They're a dangerous breed. This is, a, this is actually me so in a studio last week. It's my new song. Now. Right, so the name of the song is Timey Kangaroo Down. Down. And the artist is. I don't have that information. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on. So you've got a couple to get. Last one. Oh, I don't know this. Should I? Thomas has jumped in to say Timey Kangaroo Down. Once jolly oh, they... the <laughs> oh, I do know this one because I've heard it. <laughs> oh, what is it? The Sullivans? Waltz and Matilda. Waltz and Matilda. Is that not yeah. the national anthem? Nah, I think it's like basically, you know, a Caledonia of right, okay, <laughs> of Australia. So there you go. You did not bad there. You didn't get what ones did you not get? You got the Jason Donovan song name yeah, and right, the okay, one so after. Just another Kylie. reminder for people who want to play along. So this is the song, a Jason Donovan song. If you know what it is, and get in touch. Um, you didn't get this one either. So again, I'm not giving you an artist or a title. I thought you were going to do like horses and nah. uh, Mike and the Mechanics or something. Nah, yeah, that'd be that'd be fun too. So that was the only two that you didn't get. You actually did, you actually did quite well though. So those are the two songs. Uh, if you want to get involved, it's pinebottle.com on the forum, and you can uh, tweet us as well at Scott Soccer FM. So that is the end of our Australian quiz. Thomas is just jumping in with some suggestions. I'm not going to read them out. Um, but Michael's has said the B-side of song three is worse. <laughs> God. <laughs> I fucking love the people that listen to this show, man. Like, I, I don't even know what the B-side. I think this was a number one. I'll give you a clue, right? The guy was in Neighbours. The neighbor star. That's everyone. Yeah. But that's not Harold Bishop, is it? <laughs> it was Lou. <laughs> Madge uh, no, voice. I actually watched the clippy Harold going missing the other day remember when he floated across the Tanzania not Tanzania uh, Tasmania Ta- I mean that was, what, what journey <laughs> had he be like he went across the Indian Ocean yeah. no, uh, he floated away it was, it was I remember just, that and he came back with amnesia or something came back with amnesia and he was a postman and he <laughs> totally, he'd totally forgotten everything he still is in Neighbours uh, I this person I think he is yep he is Michael don't give any more clues don't give any more clues. I bet you Michael shazammed it. I bet you shazammed it. That's what you Nah. Doing. I think Michael's got weird music knowledge. Okay, well, let's Michael, uh, get in touch and let us know what your favourite song is and we can see if you do have shit music knowledge or not. Well, yeah. Okay, right, fine. We'll, we'll, we'll move on, okay? Uh, do you want to talk about Scotland next? I quite like the fact... We could have talked about the fact that I won awards in Australia. We could have done that. Yeah, but I mean, we're not... Yeah, we're not, not going to do not, that. Not as yeah. <laughs> She's a beautiful girl, all right. Really nice. Right, Scotland <laughs> uh, have a couple of games coming up in the next week. Well, we've got Costa Rica on Friday night at Hamden. The big uh, one. The, the big, big one. one. Then we've got Hungary uh, the following week. Uh, squad, what were your thoughts on the squad, first of all? All right. Um, I was I was glad to see McGee get a call up. Um, then pulled out. Yeah, he pulled out today. Yeah, she's a beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, 10 new faces was big. And obviously, we've just had um, Tierney and Russell Martin pull out. So that means Andy Robertson is flying, will probably be at left back again. Tierney, I think, was going to start centre defence. That's kind of what McLeish was pointing out. Barry Douglas might get a run out. Um, mm-hmm. He'll be exciting, doing really well at Wolves. Scott McKenna, I think, is decent. It's little things like you join the old firm and you get a call up, like uh, you said, Jamie Murphy earlier, or um, Jack Hendry. Jack Hendry, that's the one. Liam Lindsay's, by all accounts, is doing absolutely brilliant down at Barnsley. Not getting a look in, but Jack Henry. I watched he played six months at Dundee and then maybe three games for Celtic. He's mm-hmm. in the squad. Yeah. Liam Lindsay in the I, team I, of the I, year last I, year. I do think Jack Hendry's decent, but I think you're right. Uh, Liam Lindsay probably should be there or thereabouts in the squad, especially when you see, you know, uh, some of the guys who still have made it. I know Charlie Mulgrew scored like, you know, 16 goals or something this season, but he's playing in League One in England. Yeah. And yeah, he, we need to be looking for people 
who can play in the future. I mean, Charlie Mulgrew's getting on a wee bit. Yeah, and I think that's a. He's nearly as old as Jamie Murphy, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's one of the reasons Boyd didn't get picked in. I think this is very much a future squad, and with 10 new internationals, then I think uh, that's going to be it. Ollie McBurney's an odd one. He's been playing really well for Barnsley, Barnsley yeah. yeah. He scored loads of goals. Um, I mean, you're just complaining that Liam Lindsay who's playing really well for no, Barnsley. No, 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 no. It's because Ollie, he's only just gone to Barnsley at the end of. January, yeah. so he's playing a couple of times for Swansea. He wasn't really. I think it did he has he not got like seven goals in nine games or something? Has he? Yeah, he's he's been he's been scoring pretty regularly. So the lack and, and of we, the, we 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 really are lacking up front. Well, yeah, well, with Griffiths out, we're struggling. The three strikers they put in the squad are McBurney, Cummings, and then Matt Phillips. Yeah, who's not a striker? No, he's not a striker at all. I don't know what they'll do. That's that's going to be a problem if Griffiths is injured. Going I think forward. the midfield is quite exciting when you look at the likes of maybe Matt Ritchie, uh, Ryan Fraser, and then. You've got Armstrong, McTominay, um, Kearney, McGinn, McGregor. What's your? I, I, I've, I was talking about this at the weekend to my mates. I think we're probably going to stick with a sort of four-five-one yes. type scenario. Yeah. So in terms of the midfield, I'm going McGinn, I'm going McTominay, and I'm going Armstrong. Yeah. From my middle three. Yeah. Then probably Forest wide. With. Fraser or Richie? I would imagine Fraser will be playing a lot. Fraser's missed the last three games, so he's got a back injury, so I think he'll only feature in one of them. I think he might not feature to the Hunger game. Right, okay. Well, I, yeah, I, I think Fraser will probably play quite a lot, and it's absolutely nothing to do with Alex McLeish's son being his agent. So, <laughs> Is he? <laughs> I, I mean, I'd, I, again, I do like Fraser, but I, I think we'll be seeing a lot of Ryan Fraser. Yeah. In the next wee while. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Uh, uh, the goalies don't really fill me with confidence. Jordan Archer, Al McGregor, John McLaughlin. John McLaughlin's a singer-songwriter. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, I, well, John McLaughlin as well. Who was the guy that played in goals earlier on this season that you had a love for at Hearts? Remember, he had a good name. Oh, the yeah, war. the war. Jack Hamilton. Jack. Jack Hamilton. Was it Jack Hamilton? I think it was. He came yeah. back from the killing fields. <laughs> <laughs> he was a different person. He, he, he just used to, he, he couldn't even walk upstairs. And then he got <laughs> he, he got dropped for John McLaughlin. Um, so yeah, Jack Hamilton's <laughs> gone. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not convinced. Don't be surprised to see Scott Bain get called up <laughs> pretty soon. I, I would be astonished if he didn't, quite frankly. He was in the squad about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since then he's played about four matches. Yep. So yeah, you're right. I think Scott Bain will be in the squad. Uh, well, what, that was what, interesting. What about your midfield? Would you go with something? Similar? I'd probably something similar. I think um, you, Kearney. Uh, you mentioned Kearney there. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if McTominay started in the bench and maybe McGregor started ahead of him. Okay. So I think ah, it'll be yeah, close. McGregor's I think when you look at the back, you'll have Patterson right back, Robertson left back, probably McKenna and Mulgrew or yeah. McKenna and Hanley. Hanley has been playing for Norwich. Yeah, that's. Problem. Centre half's <laughs> brutal, isn't it? I mean, Tierney, I think, will be our new centre half. It's just a waste. I honestly think it's a waste. Like, Tierney's so Would you play Robertson wide left? Yeah. I'd turn him into a Gareth Bale. Yeah. I'd, I'd just put Robertson. Did you see the cross he did for Salah at the weekend? Yeah, amazing. I think he's fantastic. I, I would play. The only problem is um, who you drop further forward, I guess, because uh, Ryan Fraser's going to be in the team. <laughs> 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 so, uh, I, I think I, I would play Robertson wide left. Yeah. Or maybe. Working it away, I'd maybe play three at the back, yeah. Tierney on the left hand side of it, and then Robertson um, as a left wing back. But I'm, um, you know, I'm not Alex McLeish, so it's not up to me. Uh, we'll see what happens over the next uh, week or so with Scotland. Uh, we will be live next Monday night, by the way. Yeah. So uh, Michael's just getting in touch to let us know. I used to watch the Hitman uh, due to Michaela Strachan, mm-hmm. so I listened to a lot of crap PWL music. What's PWL? Uh, Pete Waterman. Uh, is it not? Stop breaking! I, I've I've got no idea, mate. You you do the music and the radio. PWL, I don't know stuff. Price Water Cooper, Price Water Looper. Yeah, Price Water Looper. So yeah, that's Scotland. Let's move on and take a look at the fixtures before we head off. Uh, Championship this week, as I mentioned, Brecon versus Dunfermline. It's happening tomorrow night, Tuesday. Uh, Dundee United versus Queen of South also happening tomorrow night as well. Uh, at the weekend, we have Dundee United versus Dunfermline up at Tannadice, Morton versus Brecon City, and if results go their way, that could be Brecon. City's yep. uh, final game in the championship uh, before relegation is confirmed and Queen of the South versus Livingston that is happening at the weekend also we have the Challenge Cup final uh, yes which is on is that McDermott Park yes and I believe Dumbarton have sold about 1500 2000 have they yeah so it was the first cup final it's amazing what happens when you get a separate international isn't it? exactly it's all uphill uh, for Inverness I think on Saturday because Dumbarton have been playing pretty well and they have a separate international I think game. it's Sunday the game is it not uh, it's on Sunday yeah so uh, is it 
double check that. Usually Sunday. Double check. Oh no, it's Saturday. Quarter past four. Yeah, I used to always be a Sunday when I've when Thistle been in it. I guess because it's international weekend. Ah, that's what's happening on Saturday. In terms of League One, on Tuesday night we've got Airdrie versus Aloha and Albion Rovers versus Air. So all the A's there playing on Tuesday. Saturday we have Airdrie versus Wraith Rovers. The Rovers need to get back on track if they have to have any chance of getting back into this title race. Albion Rovers versus Aloha are both strong. Raw, Air United versus Queen's Park and Forfar versus East Fife. Mm-hmm. League 2 at the weekend. Uh, three matches, or not the weekend, on Tuesday we've got three matches. Uh, Stenny versus Cowdenbeath, Edinburgh City versus Clyde, Elgin versus Stirling Albion. Then at the weekend it's Berwick, Edinburgh, City, Clyde versus Montrose, Peterhead versus Annan, Stenhouse Muir versus Elgin City and Stirling Albion versus Cowdenbeath. That's what's happening in the next week in Scottish football. What's happening in the life of Ray Bradshaw in the next week? Uh, not too much. I'm... Um... Just doing, just kind of getting back to normal life. I've bevied all the. T- I went to see Niall Horan last night. Niall, yeah, great guy. <laughs> that was more Wogan. Than yeah. Hello there, hello. Uh, my mate was in the band, so we went out drinking last night. So uh, it was a recovery day today. Uh, What's your favourite Niall Horan song? Slow Hands. It's the only one I'd heard of. Did they? When did they uh, sing that? Was that the end? That was the second last song. Was it the second last song? Yeah, the last song was one I'd never heard of. Hi, I'm Niall Horan. I won't play that version because it's got Capital Brandon on it, but. <laughs> Um, I was going to just slip that in there <laughs> Smooth uh, And then Yeah Glad's Comedy Festival is still on So go check out some shows if you are uh, local I'm doing some spots uh, Friday and Saturday night And then that's the festival over So yeah just gigging that And um, doing a new show in Edinburgh on Thursday nights That's about it, where are you going? Uh, I have, what have I gone this week? Um, not very much really Not going to have to break in tomorrow night Because I can't be bothered yeah. And I uh, don't know if I'm going up to Dundee on, uh, yeah. on Saturday Because I can't be bothered uh, So I'll, I'll make a decision that later in the week uh, We've got a new advert out on Capital You might be seeing it on YouTube Oh uh, yeah, yeah soon. So if you can do what uh, Gary Spence uh, A f- colleague of Stephen has been doing Just watch the video, pause it And send screenshots of him one does. I oh, did you see me doing any of the CBBC things? Did you watch those clips? I, I did see a, a couple. Of My clips, mates yeah. were just screenshotting everything of me looking like a fucking idiot. Yeah. So She's please, a beautiful girl, <laughs> right? Really nice. So that's what we're going to do, to Stephen. So get this advert. You'll see it if you're on Facebook. I'm, I'm sure this post will be sponsored, so you'll be seeing it. Screenshot it. Send it to us at Soccer FM and let's see if we can find the closest thing to his cum face. Yes, uh, well, there's a few there's a few versions of it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for this week. And, uh, Ray, welcome back. I thought you were going to play a clip there. That's why I, I paused. She's a beautiful <laughs> girl, all right. Thanks, man. Really nice. Yeah, no, I, miss, I missed you. Good to have you back. I miss beating you. Yeah, I know. Well, listen, you you, you do that all the time, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's. Uh, we will be back next Monday night. But thank you for all your comments tonight. It's been great having you on Facebook, and uh, hopefully, you can join us next week, uh, next Monday night as well. If you're not listening live, uh, then make sure you can go to the Soccer FM page, give the page a like, and you'll get a notification whenever we go live every Monday night. But thank you very much for listening. Hope you've enjoyed the show. More on our Twitter as ever at Scott Soccer FM, and you can comment on our own forum on Pi and Bob. Get in touch there for anything you have. We'll have more Where Are They Now's coming up very soon. And the Australian pop quiz as well. Don't forget yeah. that. Get your answers in and we'll give you a shout out next week. But for now, it's goodbye from me, Stephen Mill, and you, Ray Bradshaw. See you later. This has been Soccer FM. Good luck to all your teams all across the week and Scotland as well. And we will catch you next Monday. Oh,